itself to talk to itself, and yet for some reason it can't teach itself to love itself. Realize that you are the goddamn gorgeous bitch you are, and you deserve the fucking world. And the only thing that can get between you and success is yourself. I love you. Good evening, bitch. <laughs> I don't know if that showed up, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey creeps i'm chrissy <laughs> that's me well i'm jess this is that's abandoned <laughs> okay um so my sister just brought us some brought me some uh lysol wipes but don't tell anyone it's a secret which sister Who's here? Okay. I think they're I both know. here. But Monty is the one who works at the CVS. Well, you know, they can't. You have boogie wipes in there. That's not going to spray down when someone poops on the floor at work. It's not helpful. Well, they probably are both together. They hardly are ever apart. I know, it's true. Do you think Monica will put up for a wedding until Allie can get married at the same day, too? Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we are going to do one this week that you can actually go see mine second one my my so we're recording four episodes today my second episode is one you can go see too oh that's cool yeah this one's exciting um i've actually been here a couple of times it's pretty cool so this is the jersey city landmark lowe's theater i did the same no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so this theater is absolutely gorgeous when you go. I mean, just from the outside, it's gorgeous. But then when you go inside, it's like it's, you're like taken back to back in the day when, you know, people got dressed up to go to the movies and they didn't just go in their fucking pajama pants. Well, you know what? I can't imagine going getting dressed up to go to the damn movies. That's what they did, man. Yeah, I know. But like, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just want to like lounge. Oh, t- Turn your ringer off. (laughs) I just want to lounge in my pajamas. I don't even like movies. Who am I kidding? The last time I've gone to an actual movie, I think, was like five years ago. Yeah, the movies usually make me have panic attacks, so I don't really go. I just fall asleep. It's like, no, it's pointless for me to spend 15 bucks so I could take a nap in a chair that tons of other people have sat on. And the floor is all sticky. Yeah. And they're, well, now I would I hate the smell of popcorn, so screw that. Well, luckily now all the movie theaters are shut down. As is everything else. So. We're at the beginning of the apocalypse that I've been hoping for. (laughs) Yeah, now you still have to go out. That's fine. You know what? It's not, it's not that I want the world to end. It's just that I hate most people and I want them to not be around me. (laughs) So... So social distancing It's serving me well, yeah. Yeah. My life hasn't changed much since all of the curfews and stuff. Because generally I just come home and watch TV anyway, so. (laughs) My freaking knee. I'm going to need a knee replacement. You, a betcha. A betcha. I'll be like, remember recorded on 3-18-2020. I needed a knee replacement and here we are three years later. Three years later? (laughs) You never know. <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> so the Jersey City Lowe's, uh, I should have written down what uh, what the 
address was, but um, fucking Google it. So it was opened. <laughs> it was opened on September 28th of 1929, and it was one of five wonder theaters put out by Lowe's. The other four were all in New York City. Spelled funky, right? It's L O E W S. Not like Lowe's, the Home Depot rival. Correct. 54 Journal Square. Yep, that's the one. P. Yeah, it's in Journal Square. Um, it was huge at the time. It was, I mean, still gorgeous, but I can't even imagine what it must have looked like at the time that it was opened. It was designed by the architect. Wait, you could still go see movies there? Yes. Oh, they only have like, what Jim Carrey is going there. <laughs> they have movies every weekend. Who the heck is I mean, not right now. On? Who? Dana Vachan. I don't know. Vachan. <laughs> Um, so it was designed by the architectural firm of Rap and Rap in a Baroque slash Rococo style. When you first said Rap, I thought you meant like, yo, 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 like Eminem. Nope. R-A-P-P. The cost of construction in 1929 was $2,000,000. So what is that now? Um, a lot more than that. I did not do... The inflation rate in 2009. Yeah, I, I didn't in do that. 2009. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's 2020. $2 million in... $2 million 1929 money is now over $30 million. Oh, so like pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite a lot of money. The capacity of the theater on opening day was 3,021 patrons. That's a lot of people in one movie theater. I like how they did that, though. Three, two, one. Three zero two one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> the first show was a that movie. That is a lot. I'm sorry, but that yes, that is that a is lot. a lot. The first show was a mu- movie and a live musical act, and the cost was thirty five cents. That would be five dollars and twenty nine cents today. Oh, you got that one. I did that one because I was curious about because now it costs like fucking fifteen dollars yeah, for a movie right. ticket. If something's in the millions, it's obviously still high in the millions. Yeah. But, like, 35 cents, you can't really, like, figure out. I mean, I remember in the late 90s. when if you asked me, I'd probably be like, that's $15. But clearly not. No. In the late 90s, you could go to a matinee show for $5. I remember that. At the You could go to Free Movie Tuesdays, so. Yeah, but that's only if you're an uh, optimum, optimum customer. Whatever. Um, the theater was also equipped with a Robert... Morton, Wonder Morton, pipe organ. So, that organ... Okay, so this is how the stage was set up. The theater was built with the intention of presenting both live performances and films. So, it had a stage as well as a screen. Okay. The stage had a full counterweighted fly system for um, for the curtains to pull. Right. Um, and a 50 foot widescreen to be flown in and out. I don't know what that means. Maybe they raise it. They must raise it. They have to raise it. Which, that seems insane. I can't even imagine doing that. Yeah, is it like a roll, it's not a rolly thing. Is it a projector? Like a regular movie theater? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, one segment on the left side of the pit contained the pipe organ console. 
This is still true. That pipe organ console is still there. Okay. So the organ lift could rise and rotate independently of anything else, and it can still do that. Huh. It's the coolest it's thing like to see. It's still the original? No, it's not. I'll get to that. Okay. But, um, I mean, when I went, I actually did see it. They have an organist. He plays, and then you watch it because he plays, like, I can't remember if he plays facing, I think he plays facing the audience, but I'm not sure. Yeah. You wa- you can watch it rotate and go down as it's rotating. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Can it rotate in one spot or it just rotates as it's going up and down? Rotate. I only saw it rotate as it went up and down. So I don't know if it like can do it while it's, you know. Like level. Yeah. At one level. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, the remaining width of the orchestra pit could also raise, lifting the orchestra up to stage level. And then there was an integrated piano lift in the center of the orchestra lift that could rise independently of the orchestra lift. So I don't know if that those lifts still work. I know that when they were renovating or restoring it, they wanted to have the organ lift rise because they use that. Okay. Fairly. Like, I think they actually have an organ show every time they have a movie. Okay. Like, before the movie. Yeah. Um, like, that's the previews? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Don't want to miss the previews. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to miss them. So what's really cool about the actually watching the organ is that, um, like originally both sides where the organ pipes are would have been covered, but one of them still has the original covering on it, and the other one the covering must have fallen off at some point, and they haven't gotten like a restoration or fixed okay. it. So you can actually watch the pipes moving and like the levers moving on them. Right? It just, like, opens and closes, Yeah, it's right? really yeah. neat to kind of, like, see how it actually works and listen to it at the same time. I don't think I've ever, like, really heard an organ except for, like, the few times that I went to church for, like, like, if a wedding was held in a church. Oh, right. <laughs> like, I didn't actually, like, volunteer to go to church. No. Um, well, no, when the movies, when the movie theaters open again, we should go, because this theater is yeah. really neat. Um, the auditorium. We see Jim Carrey in May. And Dana Vacan. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. Jim Carrey will probably talk about... Nick loves Jim Carrey. I don't know if he still does, but... Um, Beneath the stage, two levels of dressing rooms, along with a trap room and rehearsal hall, were provided. So this must be huge under there. The auditorium was laid out with approximately 1,900 seats on a sloping ground floor, divided into sections by aisles running from the entrance of the auditorium to the stage and an additional 1200 seats were on this steeply sloped balcony. So when you go in, it has two doors that open. Okay. And that's what, and then you walk down the thing. Um, the lobby of the theater was built as a three story oval with restroom facilities on the second floor, both the ladies and men's room, Ladies and men's restroom featured elaborate decoration and additional spaces for makeup application and socialization. I mean, I don't know who's like hanging in the in the in the potty, but maybe that's what they did. It probably was like that's where you would go to gossip and like I guess get because remember okay so remember we went to that um, Vanderbilt mansion yeah. And they were talking about how, like, all the ladies would get together and they'd have to gossip so they could figure out, like, what... Who who shouldn't be invited and who should be invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah and where their families stand, like, 
socially wise. So maybe right. that was like another area that they would go and do that. I guess, I mean, I guess because probably. you would probably go to the the theater and like see all these other wealthy people that you not necessarily would see. Yeah. But often if they were not in your like friend circle, whatever, and they right. like, this is my way. Like I'm gonna follow her in the bathroom, and we're gonna. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and the theater was a huge thing to do because they didn't really have anything else to do, and part of the Lowe's, um, like plan of business was to make it affordable for everyone. So that's kind of why it was only thirty five cents, even though I think that was still probably expensive in nineteen twenty nine, like more. Like, if you were really struggling, you still wouldn't be able to afford that. But they tried to make it accessible to everyone, no matter how much money you made. And then they made it, you know, you walked in and you were like, if if you were poor and you walked into this amazing place, you felt like you, you didn't feel out of place. Right. Um, Well, I'm sure it was like a, that was like a special, for a lot of families, that was probably like somewhere special for them to go for like. Christmas or something. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like an a right, weekly thing. Right, it wasn't like thing. every weekend. No. Oh, we're going to the theater. Right, to the theater. Yeah. Um, the lobby also possessed a grand chandelier and a promenade. What the heck is a promenade? Okay, so know. the chandelier is still there and it's original. And they actually lower it every year for cleaning, which amazes me. This thing is wow. humongous. So when you go upstairs, so there are staircases on either side of the lobby at the far end from when you walk in and you go up and then there's like a hallway running around the entirety of the second floor. Okay. So, you know, there's like, it's Uh, kind of like a loft situation where you can look over and see downstairs and then they have like artwork and stuff there. And so that's a promenade when you're like walking around and you know, people used to be like, "Mm, everyone look at my fancy dress. Yeah. I got to go up on the promenade because I just got this. It's a promenade. The exterior of the theater was dressed with terracotta tiles and large marquees. A large vertical sign announcing the theater's name rose on the right-hand tower of the building's face, and a marquee with interchangeable lettering was installed over the entrance. Okay. So just like you would expect on a theater. The apex of the front facade of the building had a Seth Thomas animated clock installed and had, like, fucking dragons on it and shit. I don't know if that clock is still there, but I think it is. Dragons? Yeah, it was like really what was intricately the decorated. again? Baroque and Rococo. Let me look this up real quick. Um, so, so, you know, I mean, it was built in 1929, so kind of like right before the Depression. Um, so obviously a lot of these theaters took hits when the Depression happened because a lot of people just couldn't afford to go. Um, and they all kind of declined. So it was open for a couple of decades, but then in 1974... Oh, basically just like your typical fancy shit. Yeah, typical fancy shit. Okay. In ni- like gaudy, and you're like, why is there gold on everything? Exactly. Yeah. Gold, everything. Yeah. Okay. All gold, everything. Okay. In 1974, the Lowe's Corporation had the theater subdivided into three smaller theaters. So I think that they made... Two down, two at the back of the of the main floor, the ground floor of the theater, and then mm-hmm. the one big one in the front. Okay. Two theaters. Oh, look, it's right here. Two oh. theaters were created on the ground floor by erecting a wall in the center aisle of the auditorium that extended from the entrance. 
from the lobby to just beyond the end of the balcony. Oh, okay. So they made one and then the second one and then the balcony was the third one. Okay. Uh, craziness. I mean, they really fucked it. They fucked it. The pipe organ was removed. Okay. Um, in an effort to reduce cleaning efforts and expenses, the seating on the ground floor that was no longer accessible to patrons was removed and disposed of. So they weren't thinking that this might be a place that people would want to come see. They just fucking threw everything out. Dumb. Uh, and on August 15th, 1985, the theater was added to the New Jersey Register of Historic Places. The theater closed officially in August of 1986, so a year after it was added to the Historic Register. Uh-huh. The final film showed was Friday the 13th, Part 4, Jason Lives. <laughs> How many uh, are there, do you know? Uh, too many. Too many. The Lowe's Corporation sold the theater to Hearts Mountain, who announced plans to demolish the theater and build a new structure on the site. Preservationists began a campaign to save the structure and succeeded in saving the building from demolition. The theater was subsequently sold to the city of Jersey City, which is the current owner. Um, city planners and officials had the idea that demolishing it and building an office building on its site would be just the thing to improve Journal Square. But uh, that didn't happen, luckily. And I'm pretty sure that the Hearts Mountain company went bankrupt or something. I could be wrong about that, but I know that there, one of the articles did say that it wouldn't have been built and it would just be an empty lot sitting there. Okay. Um, so the theater remained closed from 1986 through 1996 while the preservation efforts occurred. During that time, the building suffered some vandalism and some objects of value were removed. Douchebags. Yep. Also, due to the lack of maintenance, heating, humidity control, water, and electrical services, mechanical systems, paint surfaces, and other vulnerable finishes deteriorated. That sucks. It does suck. Because... You're <clears throat> fucking close for a reason. You had one job. Right. But, <laughs> but we, as we all know, towns and cities and counties and states don't really... aren't really too concerned about empty buildings being vandalized. Right. Unless you're in there and you get caught, and then they right. can and charge like, you with well, trespassing. You're here, so. Right. Uh, volunteers began restoration of the theater once it had been acquired by the city of Jersey City to prevent it from being demolished. The volunteers removed the partitions that divided the auditorium into three re theaters and restored mechanical systems. They also rehabilitated and installed projection equipment, allowing the theater to once again present films. Other efforts restored. The on-stage systems, repairing the original lighting system, fly system, and dressing rooms. Volunteers also restored the seating of the auditorium. Um, the Garden State Theater Organ Society acquired a sister pipe organ to the missing Lowe's Jersey pipe organ, originally installed at the Lowe's Paradise Theater, and began the installation and restoration of the organ. So it is an organ that was made by the same guy, it's just not the original one. Okay. The organ still rises from the floor and rotates. Um, volunteers continued to be the primary force in the restoration of the Lowe's Jersey City. Uh, well, Lowe's Jersey is what it's called. Volunteers come from throughout the New York and northern New Jersey metro area. 
Some volunteers bring experience from the film or theatrical industries, but the vast majority of volunteers are individuals without prior experience in restoring or operating a performance venue. Their efforts in performing duties such as painting, cleaning, preparing, and selling concessions or serving as house staff for events allow the theater to operate successfully. Um, so currently, the people in Jersey City and throughout the region who wanted this building saved, they formed um, an organization called Friends of the Lowe's, and that's still the organization that takes care of it now. Um, I think it's Friends of the Lowe's, Friends of Lowe's.com or Friends of the Lowe's.org, maybe. Probably org. If it's yeah, because I, I'm pretty, I know it's definitely a nonprofit. There's no way it's not. So they continue to do preservation work. One Saturday a month, they generally open the theater to people who want to come and help do preservation work. So if you are interested, they do do that. Um, and it's pretty awesome to be able to go do that. So what is the website? Friendsofthelows.org. Yeah. So tours coming soon. Wait. They updated. They didn't really update this that, that recently. We'll talk about tours. So they do have movie showings every weekend when the movie theaters in New Jersey are not shut down. And you can actually rent the theater for private showings or weddings. Oh. Because when Nick was going to do his showing of grafters, I we, we tried to get the lows and yeah. it just it didn't work out, unfortunately. Huh. That would have been really cool. That would have been cool. Um, so I, I have gone on a tour there. Um, I don't remember where I heard about it. I'm on their mailing list, though, so maybe that's how I heard about it. But they did a behind-the-scenes tour, and you got to go up to the projection room, and you got to go behind the stage, and you got to go into the balcony. They don't let anyone in the balcony currently because it's not up to code. Oh. Um, but you got to see all sorts of stuff that they don't let other like a lot of people that's see. It cool. was really cool. Um, the projection room is like so... You have to climb so many stairs to get there. Really? Yeah, but it's a big room, and they have all this old projection equipment... And they actually still have the original, like, lighting wall and, and like, lever pulley system. Yeah. That used to do, like, the, well, the fly system for the curtains. But they've replaced it. That They just keep it there because it's part of the preservation. Right, right. Um, and, when, I mean, when you walk in, it still has original wallpaper, original... That's really cool. Like, like, curtains. It's really, really cool. It's a really cool theater to go to. If you have an opportunity to take a tour, you should, because I don't remember how much it costs, but it's worth every penny. And you're supporting them being able to continue right. preserving this amazing, amazing theater. So that's... That's cool. I've never heard of that place. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and, I mean, seeing a movie there is like, it just... The ceiling is... Ugh! When you go in, then the ceiling is all painted and gorgeous. They have pictures even on that, that Friends of the Lowe's. Yeah, I mean, this, the place is incredible. It is, so, when I went for the tour, somebody asked why it was so dark in there, because there's not a lot of lighting, and he said that, like, Were people, you like, don't ask that dumb bitch? Well, <laughs> people in the 20s, they didn't have as bright light bulbs as we have now, they didn't have fluorescent lighting, so they didn't light things the way we do now, so when you walk in, it's kind of an adjustment to get your eyes used to being in there, mm -hmm. but, you know, once you adjust to it, you can actually see everything, but... Um, yeah, they just used very low lighting because that's what everybody was really used to. It's not like they lit everything as brightly as we do. 
Yeah, they don't really have anything on their calendar for obvious reasons right now, but... Yeah, but it's, uh... Yeah, I that, it's a great place to go. I highly suggest it to anyone interested in theaters or anything that was abandoned or really Older. anything cool at all because the architecture is incredible. Huh. Yeah. And you can volunteer. I have thought about it, but um, I've, I've never gotten to do it. But they do have volunteering. I'm... I don't Where know. did you volunteer for that one stint of time? Oh, I'm going to do one on that. Okay, so we won't say it. Yeah. Okay. Not This is not my next one, but I am going to do one on Well, that. I know your next one because you thought I was going to do it, but I know that I can't touch that one. It's not that one. Oh, really? It, it's not. I just wanted to make sure you knew you couldn't take that oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so if you're interested in volunteering or learning more about the Lowe's, you can go to friendsofthelows.org. Um, you can also Google it and find plenty of information. I'm sure Wikipedia, I know Wikipedia has a good page on it because I took some information from there. Um, it, you can go see movies there once the movie theaters open again. You can see Jim Carrey there and Data Vacon. Yeah, you can do that in too. In May. Um, but if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at That's Abandoned. And you can email us about anything cool that you want to talk about. Uh, at that's abandoned at gmail.com. Oh, but you know what else? There is something else about, so about the Jersey city Lowe's down the street. There's another old theater called the Stanley, which I've heard of. Yeah. It's taken over by fucking Jehovah's witnesses. The so Stanley? it's a Jehovah kingdom now. Yeah. The Stanley is. So I think they do sometimes give tours and I'm sure it's incredible in there too, but it yeah. doesn't look as impressive from the outside huh. as the Lowe's does, but so you can yeah. hit up two at once. You can. You can do that. I, I would contact the Stanley first because I don't know if they give tours. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, cool. So, right. uh... Don't get, uh... Broken, dead, or arrested. There we go. But keep on adventuring. Okay, bye! Bye!